What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? You are tuned in to a brand new edition of the Punchlist MMA podcast. I'm co-host Dale Lippin in here with the other co-host, Trey Van Buskirk, and the blast from the past. Thought <laughs> was gone, came back from a rocket ship, found out the earth is in fact round. The one and only the betting oracle himself. Soup is joining us for, for this episode. Soup, Trey, man, it feels good to be back. And uh, I'm glad we got the dream team together. What's up, boys? Dude, Soup, I'm happy that he's in the group now, man. I have been listening to Soup for ages, and he is literally the Nostradamus, dude, of betting. So for people listening, they're pretty psyched right now. <laughs> yeah, I, I sure hope that we can uh, bring some good fortune with the Super Bowl coming up. Um, Dale, I know I said I wasn't going to touch on this, but we have to talk about it. Um, our childhood idol passed. Two days ago, um, yeah. I'm I've got my number eight jersey on, uh, but yeah, it's just it's sad. Um, thoughts and prayers to the Bryant family and the other families affected as well. Um, everybody is at equal loss, so just wanted to touch on that real quick. Uh, I know you and myself, um, Mamba mentality has been a part of our upbringing. Uh, we are both very competitive people, so a little bit, yeah, yeah. So Kobe will be greatly missed for sure. Yeah. Uh, I wasn't ready for you to say that. Okay, um, so this episode of the podcast is brought to you by Stay Classy Meats. Go to stayclassymeats.com. Use promo code Fist. Get ten percent off your entire order. If you double that up with a subscription, it'll give you ten percent off plus an additional six percent. You get sixteen percent off. Uh, total when you sign up for a subscription and use promo code FIST. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm not, I don't want to talk about it anymore. Um, okay. So I made a post on Instagram and I don't want to talk about it anymore. So <laughs> I got um, I got specific instructions from Dale earlier today, probably numerous yeah. text messages saying you do not bring up the K word on yeah. this uh, podcast. So the cool thing is sometimes it's therapeutic soup. Thank you for saying that. I'm sure a lot of people are kind of you know, getting through it, you know, and they still will throughout the entire year. But the cool thing is we have a lot to look forward to, a lot to reflect on. Yep. One thing I think, Dale, you wanted to start off with was kind of reflecting on UFC Raleigh. Right. Can I, before we get into UFC Raleigh real quick, I want to say something, and this is like breaking news as far as UFC is concerned. We're all, I think all of us are aware on some way, aware in some way, shape or form of the Jessica Panay drama with usada are you familiar with this oh, yeah. Super, yes as well yes sir jessica panay just posted a very suggestive picture on instagram yep uh and said come find me on only fans genius so <laughs> usada has forced a ufc fighter into making, I'm not going to call it porn, but I'm not not going to call it porn either. But what, dude? No, that's not it at all. Yes, anything, <laughs> she's no, she is genius. If anything, like I mean, I when I saw that photo, I went to her GoFundMe. I fund her like crazy. I was like, you know what? She needs to be back in the UFC. Look at this. Look at this. Have you seen, have, do you know what OnlyFans is? No. Okay, so OnlyFans is an app because I had to look it up. OnlyFans is an app you download on your phone, right? And you essentially pay 
It's like a premium Snapchat, is what it is. Oh, so my God. A, it's like para, like parachute. Exactly. <laughs> oh, it's like parachute. Yeah. Yes. So you go on, you kick Jessica Panay, you know, five, ten, a hundred bucks, and she's going to send you whatever content she wants to send. But the platform is designed for people that post or want to share things that are a little too risque for Instagram or other social media outlets, i.e. naked pictures. So she was seven grand into her 40 grand cap that she needed for these lawyer fees to combat USADA. Yes. Now, are you saying that this additional avenue that she's trying, clearly she needs something else because the seven grand, and she posted that over a month ago, is nothing in comparison to what she needs. By opening up another revenue stream, are you saying that that's a bad thing? I'm not saying it's a bad thing at all, but what I'm saying is that the UFC has implemented and allowed USADA to run roughshod with no oversight over their uh, over their practices whatsoever. And we've seen this time and time again with like the Nevada State Athletic Commission. There's no rhyme or reason to their suspensions. There's no rhyme or reason or table to their fines. They just heavy heavy handedly put out whatever they want. I, look at the Nick Diaz suspension. For pot right it's the craziest thing in the entire world and basically what's happening is is usada has forced jessica panay's hand in this regard um by you know suspending her essentially indefinitely and the only way she has to well i gotta sneeze <coughs> oh shit <laughs> the only way that she has to combat this sorry for the headphone users um the only way that she has to combat this is to come up with that 40 grand she didn't have the 40 grand to come up with, so what's she gonna do? She's gonna turn to the world's oldest profession and go out there and make use use the use the gifts the Lord gave her to make some money. I don't see a problem with it. I don't see, 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 what I are see, your thoughts? I see a problem it with worked, It works it worked for China. So why can't it work for China? <laughs> oh, man, that's not right. That's, that's a valid point for sure. <laughs> Gosh. Yeah. Um so yeah, it's just a uh, it's a weird setup. That's all I'm saying. It's a weird setup. <clears throat> well, I, I'm all for additional revenue streams. Let's hope she gets to the 40k. Um, her GoFundMe is in her manager and her Instagram profile. So if you are keen on throwing some dollars her way, obviously make a big deal. We all know that Usada is the big bad machine. Um, people on Usada's team are actually fighting for Jessica Penny at this time. So again, reach out if you have some extra cash, kick it that way. Um, Let's get into UFC Raleigh, dude, because I'm like yeah. chomping at the bit to hear right. your guys' both thoughts on um, – actually, let's just start at the top. Let's talk yeah. the main event. So the biggest thing that I, ca I came out of that was how much of a – and I apologize if there's a lot of DC listeners either you know, watching us on YouTube or listening via the podcast streams, but how much of a little bitch DC was <laughs> following the fight. He was like Jorge Masvidal at UFC 246, praying that Conor McGregor even noticed him. He did the same thing afterwards, praying that Stipe would take his rematch over Curtis Blades. Did anyone else see that? Yeah, it was a little pathetic. It was a little pathetic. Yeah, it was enough. Curtis looked good, right? He looked, he looked good. I mean, he he contends that striking with Junior was Plan Z. Um, if you look at the first round, JDS stuffed eight takedowns. I mean, it was a, it was a, he, his, his takedown defense was top notch. 
I still think that, you know, um, I still think that Blades could have implemented more of a ground strategy if he would have kept shooting. But you can't throw naked uppercuts like that. Um, you know, and we talked about this going into the episode uh, the week prior. If you throw those naked uppercuts that JDS loves to throw, you're going to get caught. And what do wrestlers love to throw? They all throw that crazy overhand right. That's It's like the H-bomb. You have to know it's coming. What are you doing? You cannot... You cannot throw a naked uppercut and not expect that overhand right to come down the pipe. And it did. And I think Blades looked great, man. Mm-hmm. Steve, what were your thoughts on that fight? Listen, I didn't watch it. I've been sick as a dog all weekend. <laughs> I'm going to be 100% honest with you. <clears throat> well, I did not watch it. I've been just getting over a cold. So, uh, You and I both. I don't know if it's the cold or coronavirus, but I got <laughs> one of them for sure. Right. Um, but that fight was interesting because we actually did get to see – I think everyone knew, and he attempted, what, five or six in the first round right away. Curtis right. Blades trying to wrestle. Couldn't even grab a single leg. And to be honest, it's not like J, uh, JDS is the most uh, freakishly great with his footwork. It's not like he's great at takedown defense. It's, uh, Wait, no. you're saying he doesn't have good footwork? He was just on a dancing competition. His footwork has never been better. Have you it's seen never, never been better, but it's not good. Dude. <laughs> it's like, Come on. JDS has great footwork. And he takes up. It's hard for, to take for down. For a 40-year-old dude, maybe. Yeah, sure. He's hard to take down. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Curtis Blades look great. I think that he I think he's in line for a title shot. I don't necessarily think that he should jump in Ganu for one, but I, I, I'm not upset at a Curtis Blades title shot. Over DC? Well, so that's the thing, is Stipe's got all the cards now. And honestly, I think the most likely scenario here is Stipe's gonna retire. I really don't think he comes back and fights again. His vision is fucked up. And, um, you know, that's, that is a, um, that's, that's, that his vision is all jacked up. Another fight with DC who's prone to eye pokes. Uh, that is not a good idea. Not a good idea at all. Um, yeah, I would not, I would not suggest it. I think the likelihood is DC retires, uh, because Stipe takes the Nganu fight. Or no, I'm sorry. Stipe re- retires, DC retires, and then we get some sort of weird title eliminator, maybe in Gano versus Blade Three, something like that. All right. So. so we had a we had a pretty good night. We went yeah. four and two. Yeah, it wasn't bad. Um, of that four and two, we did pick three underdogs. Only one of those came through. But to be honest, of those three. The one that we were surefire, we didn't even consider an underdog, was the Michael Chiesa fight. Yeah. Yeah, Chiesa was on him like a blanket. Uh, Colby provided the blueprint on how to beat RDA, and Chiesa followed it to a T. I mean, it's just it's, it's that simple. There's not much more to elaborate on that. RDA said going into the fight he doesn't care about rankings anymore, which is the textbook answer of a gatekeeper. Anthony Pettis did the same thing before he was relegated to gatekeeper status. When you say that you don't care about rankings anymore – you're just you're naming yourself as a gatekeeper. RDA is is 100% that. Kiesa looked good. I don't know if I necessarily agree with the Covington call-out. I don't think he'll get that fight. It was a good call-out, but I don't think he'll get the fight. Yeah, I don't yeah. think he'll get that either. Um, I, I love that fight, though, for a lot of reasons because they both have insane cardio. Kiesa in round two looked like he was just getting started from a jiu-jitsu standpoint. It looked like he was just flowing. We all know Colby has insane cardio. But we don't know how it's, you know, we could see Kiesa 
you know, he, obviously all of his successes came from the ground, and we all know that Colby's a D1 wrestler, so his takedown defense is probably super legit. How is he actually going to get him down? So it's going to force Kiesa to strike, which we both know Colby has insane striking, cardio, and can land significant strikes all the time. So that's a bad matchup for Kiesa. I understand he wants to leapfrog in the rankings. It's exactly what you said, Dale, coming in from a non-ranking position, taking over someone that's over the hill, and then choosing a top-ranked uh, person in the welterweight division to really make a name for themselves. And that's exactly what he was doing. Yeah. I think it's, it's a good strategy. It seems to work. People hated on him for the Covington call out, but it's exactly what Connor did. Um, and it, it should work for him. I mean, he'll get somebody higher ranked than he should. There's no doubt there. Um, so soup, I know you said you didn't watch much of the card. I try to remember because we were talking that night. Did you watch any of it? <clears throat> no, I didn't. I was probably asleep by six o'clock standard <laughs> time. Um, about a half a bottle of NyQuil deep, so. <laughs> That's kid stuff, dude. I mean, what are you going to do? <laughs> All right, so, I mean, the primary reason we got you on here, besides listening to you eat those potato chips or whatever it is that you're messing around with over there. <laughs> oh, it's a, it's a, a sheets bag that crinkled up that I set my hand on. Let me apologize. I'll move it out of my way. There you go. <laughs> um, no, so. So the primary reason we wanted to have you on, I mean, you know, obviously Trey spoke a little highly of you there, called you called you an or, or a Nostradamus of betting. I thought that was an understatement, but uh, okay. Oh, nice, dude. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, it's super. It's Super Bowl week slash going into Super Bowl weekend. Yes. And, uh, this is. I mean, I, I almost made a really dumb move and called it the Super Bowl of betting. That's exactly what it is. Um, so yeah, let's let's get into some of your Super Bowl plays, uh, storylines, things to watch for, all that stuff. I mean, the floor is yours. You know what's going on. What, what do you got for us? Oh, um, <clears throat> so not to be cliche, but this Super Bowl is the definition of an unstoppable force going up against an immovable object. You have Patrick Mahomes versus literally like the best front seven the NFL's seen in a long time. I personally like the Chiefs minus one in this game. Um, I know the 49ers are the more complete team, but Patrick Mahomes is on a different planet right now. Um, Dale, I don't know if you recall, but the episode after the AFC Championship last year, I said that the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl is the bet next year. Yeah. And I, you have to stick with it. Right. Um, <clears throat> if there's one position in football that can take over the entire game, it's your quarterback. Sure. And Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback on the planet. Without question, his mobility, his arm strength, his decision-making, everything about him is fantastic. Um, it's, his, it's, it's his league for years to come, barring injury. Right. I, I mean, it's just – it's unbelievable. Um. A couple plays I do like. Like I said, I like the Chiefs minus one. Um, Tyreek Hill, his first catch, the over on yards, I saw 14 and a half. Um, I can't remember the last time I saw Tyreek Hill catch a ball under 15 yards. Um, and then another play that I always like in Super Bowls is the under three and a half yards on any running back's first carry. Um, especially if you're going to Chiefs running back. So if you have like Damian Williams, his first carry under three and a half yards. Okay. Because you've got, like I said, San Fran's front seven is unbelievable. And sure. they're going to they're gonna 
They're going to try and contain Patrick Mahomes as much as they can. Yes, they're going to have to drop back in coverage, but it's early in the game, and they're not going to expect Mahomes to go deep on the first play of the game. Um, And on the other side, Raheem Mostert, yes, is averaging almost six yards a carry, but the Chiefs defense has stepped up, and the Chiefs defense is going to have to limit Sam Fran uh, in the running game and make Garoppolo beat them. So I expect a lot of guys in the box for San Fran uh, or for the Chiefs. So I like the under on running back carries, their first carry. I like Tyreek Hill's over 14 and a half, his first catch. Um, and like I said, my my big the big play, if, you're, if you don't want to play prop bets, if you just want to play the game, I think the Chiefs win the game. I just... It's, it's hard for me to go against Mahomes and Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey and all the weapons they have. Right. What are you, uh, what are you seeing out there? Cause I mean, one of the things that, you know, Trey and I've been making a concentrated effort on is sort of like explaining the better um, or more logical side of betting. And one of, that's one of the things <coughs> we've talked on in the past previously that events like this gets bogged down. There's more prop bets here than probably any other event that we're going right. to see this year. What do you? What would you suggest as far as what to avoid on prop bets? Because Vegas absolutely cleans up on prop bets because people get super prop happy. Yeah, certain ones out there that are a hundred percent stay away from. What What are some What are some things we can avoid? I I don't touch the Gatorade color. Like it all depend. It all depends on who's on the field at the time. So the defense has different Gatorade than the offense. Uh, it's player preference. So if the D de- if say the chiefs win the game and the chiefs defense is out on the field and Patrick Mahomes decides to pick up a Gatorade cooler, that's going to be a different Gatorade cooler than say the chiefs offense was on the field. So it's like people were trying to use reasoning and most logical. It, there's no reason and logic behind it. It's Gatorade preference by the players so if Mahomes wants to pick up a Gatorade cooler and dump it, it's going to be the Gatorade cooler closest to him. So I stay away from those. They give you, you know, good odds, plus 300, plus 1,000, whatever. But that's the sucker you in and make you, you know, burn your money. Um, I, I used to like to play props like that or like the first song. Um, one I do always play is the coin toss, which is the most de- – Degenerate bet in all of sport is the most 50-50 bet there is. The most 50-50 bet you're ever going to make is the coin toss. Why not? Um, I don't pick it. I let my wife pick it. Um, so, I don't, yeah, I can't take the blame. <laughs> if I'm wrong, she lost, not me. Right. Um, but stuff like the length of the national anthem, um, I will play that. I'll look into – you're going to ask me who's singing it? Is that what you're asking? Yeah, who's sing- who's singing it? That's a good question. I haven't even looked. I know the halftime show, and that's all that really matters. Um, who's you know that? Jennifer Lopez and Shakira. Oh, God. oh, that's right. I in, did in that. Miami. I did know that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that's if Justin Timberlake was ever gonna, you know, bring his dirty little antics back for a halftime show. This is the one. This is the one that he needs to show up for. <laughs> Um, you know both of those women are over 40 years old. That's fun. But see, there's prop bets on that as well. Will Jennifer Lopez show butt cleavage? Plus 500 is yes. But, minus 1,000, no. Butt cleavage? Plus, plus 500. 
for yes. Yes. So you bet that all day, right? Yes. yes. Yeah. Bet your house on it. <laughs> it's, it's in Miami. <laughs> well, that's We've an active one right now. What is butt oh, cleavage? What? Is that yeah, what's, I need a definition. I need a definition of butt cleavage. What is I'm butt? just seeing butt cleavage here. I'm looking really <laughs> I'm not seeing not much definition to it. Yeah. Demi Lovato. Demi Lovato is singing the national anthem. Okay. Um, so I could see that being extremely long and drawn out. Dude, butt cleavage is it's considered considered either butt crack at the top. Okay. Or the bottom half of the cakes. Mm-hmm. Yep. All day on that. Uh, yeah, she just she just got done doing that uh, Hustlers movie. Yeah, I think for sure. <laughs> I think, yeah, I'm going to go with yes. <laughs> see, now, see, now you're getting me into these prop bets that we shouldn't I play know. because I they're know. sucker bets. <laughs> Though, like in, in just like short shorts, like booty shorts, though, you know what I mean? Or like a like some sort of skirt or something like that, and then you're going to miss it. So, yeah, yeah that, that, that's what, stay, oh gosh, plus, what'd you say, plus 500? Yeah. Oh. And it has to be Jennifer Lopez? Yes. Cannot I think that's, that's more likely than Shakira. I think Shakira has a little bit of class. <laughs> Boy, I don't know, man. Don't yeah, know. between that one and someone holding up a sign uh, that Epstein didn't kill himself, I think those yeah. are the two that I'm for sure going oh. all day yes on. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, I would go no for Epstein didn't kill himself. I feel like they're going to be heavy, heavy on the security. Mm. It depends if they let Gronk in at, at, Gronk into the game after his beach party. I could see Gronk doing something stupid like that. That's true. But yeah, <laughs> right. I, but yeah, that's. I mean, like I said, Chiefs minus one. That's. I, I think it's going to be a really good Super Bowl. The over under is at forty or fifty four and a half, and that seems sky high for a Super Bowl. But it, I'm used to watching New England in the Super Bowl, who's right. notoriously low scoring. Um, this is Patrick Mahomes. This is a Sam Fran team that averaged 31 points a game. Um, yeah. And, and let's not forget, the Chiefs did the unthinkable and stopped Derrick Henry. That's true. They did. I mean, the, that, that man-child was running through everything <laughs> and anyone in his way. Um, and they stopped them. So what makes me think they can't stop Raheem Mostert? I mean, yeah, I don't know. Trey, you're the California kid here. What, I mean, what's the, what's, 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 what's the feeling where you're at? I mean, I'm, I'm like soup in the fact that I'm probably not gonna, I don't know. I didn't invest too much time in this. I know it's the Super Bowl, but like he didn't for UFC. I'm not that much into football. All I know is being out here in California, the Niners are the biggest bandwagoner fans on the freaking planet. So to watch them go down, and then also you've got to look at it from just a pop culture perspective. Jimmy Garoppolo, that dude parties. It's in Miami. What's his hangover going into the game? You know what I mean? Is Talk about porn stars galore. I mean, dude, he's in his own Disneyland in Miami right now. So I look at it, conservative play, conservative people on the Chiefs. Through and through, I got the Chiefs. Jimmy Goo, Jimmy Goo up in Miami with Gronk down there, meeting uh, up with his old buddy. Oof. Yeah. That's a recipe for disaster. Uh, it's a guaranteed loss. There's no way he's going to be straight-minded. No way. 
<laughs> Patrick Mahomes is going to be curfew seven o'clock, eating a porterhouse steak covered in Hunt's ketchup. Oh, getting ready for the game. You were going to bring up the Hunt's ketchup thing. Oh my god, what a terrible human being. Let's, let's also let's not forget the biggest factor in the Chiefs winning this game. What did Clemson get last year when they won the national championship at the White House? McDonald's. A, f- a fast food buffet. Yeah. You think Andy Reid, that fat fucking walrus, isn't <laughs> salivating thinking about a fast food buffet right now? Oh my god, it's so easy now. Now, now that you now that you break it down in the nuts and bolts of it, yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, wow. I, I can I can just, I can picture the buttons on his Hawaiian <laughs> shirt popping as he oh man he's ready. Wasn't there a thing where the team when the, when the team plane landed they all walked off wearing Hawaiian shirts? Yes, like I saw something like yes. that. Yes, wearing Hawaiian shirts in honor of Andy Reid. Absolutely. Listen, I, Andy Reid's a great coach. He really is, and I'm actually happy to you know if he wins it. I was happy to see him lose it when he was in Philadelphia. Um, but if he wins this Super Bowl, I'll be happy for him because the guy's done nothing but, you know, coach really good teams. I mean, what he did with Donovan McNabb for all the years in Philadelphia was fantastic. Right. Um, sticking his neck out and saying we want Patrick Mahomes when everybody thought Mahomes was just going to be a system quarterback. And look at him now. I mean, God, it's a great move. So I hope I hope the Chiefs win it. I really do. Well, I, th- I think so, too. I think the Chiefs are going to win, but I, my logic behind it is, a, is slightly different in the sense that, I mean, I'll say maybe, maybe you can back me up on this. What is the most sh- – like, if you're ever going to bet on something throughout the NFL season, what's the one surefire bet? I think it's Andy Reid coming off a of bye week. Yeah. Andy Reid off a of bye, damn near <laughs> – I'd have to look up the stats on it, but it's unbelievable. It's, yeah, it's like Sean Payton or Bill Belichick off of bye. It's 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 the great coaches off of buys are yeah. Right. And yeah. Andy Reid's had a week off, so yeah. it's essentially a bye week. He's it's Andy Reid off a of bye. That's all I need is you give that guy a week to pre- oh you know two weeks to prepare for you. It's a wrap, man. It's a wrap, and I I just don't think that d- despite you know the. Uh, the defensive prowess of the 49ers. I think that I think the Chiefs have too many weapons, and they've got a they've got a Hawaiian mastermind, a Hawaiian shirt wearing mastermind, you know, uh, leading the charge here. I, I think it's a wrap, dude. I alternate lines. I mean, I would even take I would take man. Now nah, we'll leave Chief. it at minus one. Yeah. I mean, you can take Chiefs minus six and a half. That's, that's a, it'd be like a plus one eighty or something like that, but. Yeah. <clears throat> the one thing I really hope we get to see in this Super Bowl is you're going to get to see two of the most intelligent offensive schemers in Kyle Shanahan for the 49ers. I mean, they scored 31 points a game with Jimmy Garoppolo, Emmanuel Sanders, Raheem Mostert. Like they're they're not, you know, obviously George Kittle's fantastic tight end. Sure, but outside of that, you're not looking at top of the line, like top caliber talent. Emmanuel Sanders is good, but he's like a he's a, you know, a second tier wide receiver. Yeah. And then you've got the Chiefs, which always amazes me how open their receivers get. I know they're fast, 
but how open Sammy Watkins and Michael Hardman and Travis Kelsey and Tyree Kill, how open all those guys always get. Um, but yeah, it is, it'll be interesting to see the two offensive schemes. I would love to see the over hit. Um, I'd love to see like a 35 to 34 game or something ridiculous like that come down to the wire. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, I think it'll be a really good game. I'm really, I'm normally not excited for games when Tom Brady's not throwing the ball, but I think this is going to be a great Super Bowl. I really do. All right, Trey, you've been quiet, man. Just a lot of head shaking. Head <clears throat> Football, man. It's, uh, it's not my specialty here, but, um, you know, especially when your chargers, they leave San Diego and leave us in the dust. There's not much to really root for. Um, I'm still looking at all these prop bets. I'm going to be honest. I'm really enticed by these things. Let's hear them. Yeah, I'm interested. There's a lot going on here. So obviously you colored the uh, color of the liquid Gatorade. The the biggest underdog is purple at plus 1,800. Uh, Will Jennifer Lopez and Shakira kiss? Oof. We can only hope so. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Yes. What's he got? Yes, it's the underdog. It's at plus – or no, sorry. It is uh, – yeah, it's plus 800. Going yes. Going Putting two yes. units on yes. Two units on yes. Two units on yes. This one, the Pepsi uh, Super Bowl halftime show. The question is, will Shakira and Jennifer share a Pepsi during their set? No. no. Jennifer Lopez does not put Pepsi into her body. Neither <laughs> one put Pepsi in their body. No. no. Lo's like – she's a huge – like – like um like healthy freak of her and a rod both they, even though a rod looks a rod's looking chubby they, can, they mm. can fix that though it's kind of like you know remember dylan danis when he downed his whole proper bottle or proper 12 bottle put some apple juice in that bad boy it's true i don't know dude marketing's everything but yeah, yeah. plus 660 jennifer uh, lopez. For yes jennifer lopez minus 1200 for no. since, since diddy <laughs> <laughs> um Number of players carted off the field over is uh, just under, or it's half a point. Okay, half a person. <laughs> I I would I would I would like to say the under. I would like to see nobody get carted off. Yeah, I don't, yeah, a cart cart off is a big a big deal. So yeah, yeah, we don't want to see any blown knees or yeah. Even still, they'll pick them up. Gosh, this next one is a joke. This is another besides butt cleavage. Um, this is a for sure yes, but number of women that claim to sleep with Jimmy G during Super Bowl week, the over is just one, and it's plus 100. Yeah. All day. Yeah. How do you not just become rich off these prop bets? This is ridiculous. That's, <laughs> See, that's, that's the mentality. <laughs> that's exactly what they want you to think. you got to stay away, man. Yeah, yeah I'm going to quit my job like right after this call. <laughs> uh, the last one I see that's Fairly enticing is actually one will Trump sing the national anthem while it's going on. He did it at the national championship game. Is he going to do it again or is he just going to half sing it or not sing it at all? Ooh. I think he'll sing it. He sang it at the army Navy game. Yeah. So, and then I mean, like you said, the national championship. Like that. Say one. what you want. The guy loves his country. That's right. So. <laughs> and then. Uh, will O.J. Simpson attend the game? I don't know why that's such a big deal, but... <clears throat> I hmm. Will they let him in? 
I, that's a. I don't know. Well, he's living in Florida. It's just up the street. Yeah. Huh. OJ. Yeah. That's pretty much all the prop bets that I saw there. Um, well, there yeah. will be more to come. There will be there. There will be stuff as far as <clears throat> like how many times will they show? Uh, like. Gronk will be at the game. It'll be how many times will Gronk be on TV over three and a half times? Yeah. Or how many times will they mention Garoppolo being on the Patriots? It'll, oh, yeah. there's, there's just so much. They've, um, uh, they've done that already. Actually, I caught one a couple of days ago that was uh, Patrick Mahomes' girlfriend. How many tweets, or uh, annoying, uh, obnoxious tweets will she send out? Over 950. <laughs> but see, that's the thing. If, if she's your girl, though, you're glad that, that, that she loves you that much. It's when she's not that she's super annoying. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. I guess, yeah. Because your opinion's the only one that matters, right? That, no, you're right. <laughs> so, yeah, um, okay. Well, there is one shout-out I wanted to give. I am actually, this Friday, I'm going to LFA 81. Oh, uh, that's right. You are going to LFA 81. I am in Costa Mesa, California. My boy Nick Battis, uh, Army vet. If you guys have not seen Nick Battis, Google search him. The dude looks like a Greek god, like cut from straight up steel. The guy is a badass. Uh, last fight he had lost, but he literally, I think, jumped into the fight you know, two days before because uh, the opponent dropped out of someone in a different weight class. Guy's one and one in his professional career. He's facing Joffrey Malore. Uh, this guy's one and one as well. He's super young, 23 years old. From Laguna Hills, so both these guys relatively local, but the whole card's pretty pretty stacked. Um, he's on the post limbs, um, but yeah, LFA eighty one, Nick Battis. Everyone check him out. What is so? Let me get your thoughts on this because it's Bellator does post limbs as well. I was just going to ask, what is a post limb? It's their fights that take place after the main event. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a it's some of okay. these. Other- Oceans do them. I don't necessarily understand why you wouldn't just put them for the main event. I don't. It, we used to see it with Friday night fights too. ESPN would do that whenever they'd have Friday night fights. There'd be the main event on Friday night fights, and then as they were like sort of wrapping up the main event, there'd be more boxers walking to the ring, and I was always like, "What the what the hell is that? What's happening now?" And that that's like that was shit. That was probably fifteen years ago, but that was like the first time. I'd ever heard of post limb fights, and but Bellator does it all the time. I wonder if those fighters don't get the same type of points that the other fighters get. You know what I mean? Like I know, like for instance, this is on access, but I wonder they're not going to cut it. But the points in association to if you were on the main card or the prelims, it's divvied up differently. So I'm curious if post limb, it's a uh, decreased amount of points that you receive for fighting. I don't know. It's interesting though. Um. But it's great for me. More beers in, get to watch all the yeah. fights, and then get to see my boy. So it's all good. So you'll be there in person. Where is it? Where is this taking place at? Isn't it? It's at a casino, is it not? It's at the uh, Orange County Fair. Actually, there's a thing called the Hangar. Um, so it'll be there. These fights are always amazing because they're straight up. I went to his last fight. It was out at Morongo Casino. It's on the way. If you take. If you go inland of San Diego, about two hours, you'll hit Palm Desert. It's right before there. And it was at the Morongo Casino in the parking lot. You see the most gnarly characters on the planet there that are just diehard LFA fans coming in. Wife beaters, Budweiser, 
stoked out of their minds. This is their Friday night. The characters, but they are true fans. There's no casual fans that's going to this. So it's a great thing is there's all the fans are beyond knowledgeable. And the fights are always super entertaining because these guys are trying to make a name for themselves, get picked up by Bellator or whomever. Right. Yeah, which um, Tombstone Taylor just signed with Bellator, I saw. Yeah, yeah. That's a good pickup for them. Um, I want to, real quick, before we bounce away from these Super Bowl prop bets, I got a list of of cross-sport props. These are always fun, too. Yeah, because, you know, I know football is not necessarily your thing here, Trey, but I do know that you that, that you can get on board with some of these. So cross-sport props, which will be higher? Super Bowl total missed extra points or total hole-in-ones at the Phoenix Open? Jesus. Which will be higher? Which will be higher? It's got to be the field goals for sure, right? Uh, no, it's missed extra, extra points. points. Missed extra points. Oh, extra points. Or missed total hole in ones or total okay so missed extra points or hole in ones yeah is um man a lot of extra points got missed this year but you've got Harrison Bucker and the trusty wily old veteran 59 year old Robbie Gold I honestly would probably go with the hole in ones at the Phoenix Open hole in ones sitting at plus 185 I um, honestly would probably take that cuz I don't I mean so the Super Bowl, you're in ideal conditions, which bodes well for kickers. Yeah, yeah, I, I would, I'd go Phoenix Open. Okay, honestly, yeah. Here's what, here's a prop that I need you to talk me off, leveraging my kids' college fund on. Yeah, okay. Which will be higher, total touchdown passes in the game? Okay. Or the I'm, total okay. goals scored in Tottenham versus Man City? Oh. Oh boy! Because I feel like that. Okay, so Tottenham Man City is going to end at like five. I can see that being a three-two. Yeah, I mean, so Tottenham is actually not performing well this year. They're like fifth or they're like fifth or sixth in the Premier League. So if it's going to be five, it's probably going to be Man City four to one. But I still fuck if I if I think there's going to be an over. Like honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if Patrick Mahomes throws five touchdowns. That's and, Gar- and Garoppolo is going to have to throw in this game. He's going to have to. He, I think he's good for at least one or two. I'd go the touchdowns, just because it's it's soccer and you never it could be it could be it could be three nothing right. And you're right. going to see at least three touchdowns right. And and, and total touchdowns. Is it minus one fifty? That's huge return on your money. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'd take touchdowns. Yeah, I know. Yeah, no, that no, yes, touchdowns. There's going to be more touchdowns thrown than there are goals. And then, no, that- and then watch. Mahomes is going to run three in. Kittle's going to catch a a, a reverse. It, it, no. Yes, touchdowns. Yes, All right. All I'm right. sticking with it. All right. Which will be higher? George Kittle, Travis Kelsey's receiving yards combined. Yes. Or the Georgetown versus St. John's total points. So Georgetown's the number one scoring team in their conference. Um, now, here's the thing. Uh, but they're, they're giving, on. They're giving a plus minus on it. So Kelsey, okay. receiving, Kelsey and uh, Kittle's receiving yards are at plus 10.5. So they only got to get it within ten and a half. 
yards of the points of Georgetown and St. John's. Kelsey and Kittle. Trey, you following along? You feel like I look like you smell. You, you went European soccer for a second. I'm like, what is going on, dude? Okay, so so, so hear me out. So this this Georgetown St. John's game, your over under is going to be probably in the mid 140s. So that's Vegas saying we'll say 145, because um, Georgetown, I believe they average somewhere in the high 70s per game. Because I think they're the number one scoring team in their conference. Yeah. Um, I think. Yeah, I think Kittle or Kelsey goes over 100, and the other one's going to bag 50. Yeah, Kittle and Kelsey. That's at a pick them. Yeah. Okay. Yes. What's, what, what site are we on here? This is on Odds Shark. Odds Okay. But the, but the, these are available on Bet Online. If you go to bet.ag, <clears throat> that's where you can find these. Okay. Yeah. Here. No, I like Kelsey and Kittle plus 10.5. I'm going to pay attention to that one. That's interesting. Yeah. yeah. All right. Here's another. Here's another great one. Okay. James Harden's point totals versus the Pelicans or Super Bowl first half total points. Super Wait, what? James Harden's point total against the Pelicans? Yes. Does he have to play? Well, it doesn't it just I'm just going well, off. He, he, he obviously here's the thing. Have to play. He's missed the last two games cuz he's had a like a thigh contusion. So, if he doesn't play, normally those bets cancel out. Um, but yeah, I'm taking James Harden's point total because I'm James Harden's going to score 30 if he plays. So, and there's not going to be 30 points scored in the first half of that game or there will. I don't James Harden. All right. Trey, give me another sport outside of MMA that you care about. Uh, surfing. Does that count? The WSL? We can do that. Yeah, oh, I don't sure. Know, <laughs> for that just yet, but what else? Uh, besides that, that's pretty much it, man. That's, okay. It's MMA, surfing, and that is about life out here in San Diego. Okay, well, here's, one, here's, here's combat sports. All right. Which will be higher? The total rounds completed by Wilder versus Fury or the total yards of the first completion by Jimmy Garoppolo? Ooh. Uh, Wilder Fury. Yeah, I'd say that for sure. Yeah. 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 Jimmy Gooop's going to be some little dink pass for three yeah. yards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got to right. get warmed up. He can't just be out there slinging it around. It's out of pick him. Yeah. It's out of pick him. Yeah, Wilder Fury. Yeah, dude, Wilder's not going to turn it on until like round six or seven anyway. Because so like no he never play. does. Yeah. Exactly. Against anybody with that has any experience, he doesn't turn it yeah. on. He's a very patient way to wait, 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 and boom. And as we know, Tyson Fury, the Undertaker himself. Um, even if he does get knocked down, he's probably going to get back up. So yeah, he's got yeah. testosterone. When you jerk off seven times a day and bleed That's up through your fight, dude. By the way, I just don't believe that. That's a, that. Those those numbers are unbelievable. So wait, <laughs> you're telling me that Tyson Fury partakes in what was it? Beat your dick December. <laughs> Tyson Fury put on. It said in an interview that he's been beaten off seven times a day to keep his testosterone up. Maybe, bro. Th- that's not sustainable. I mean, it's got to be painful. <laughs> but no, uh, uh, it's sustainable. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, did you see the joke? I know you saw the Joker. Trey, did you see the Joker? No, I did not. Dude, I've got a two-year-old. When am I going to get out to the movies, man? Uh, it's on demand. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. You and your hotel life over there, you can catch up on everything, man. Yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Which will be higher, Patrick Mahomes passing touchdowns? Yes. Or the amount of Oscars the Joker wins? Uh... Well, boy. Because um, Joker's nominated for 11 Oscars. Okay. It's a lot. It's a lot. They can't snub Joaquin Phoenix a best actor. I mean, I'm pretty sure that's that's one. There's one. Um, makeup. If I'm pretty sure it's nominated. I would imagine it's nominated for makeup and costumes. I would prop. Patrick Mahomes passing touchdowns. Yes. Right? Or Oscars. So I think Mahomes throws three. Okay. Do I think the Joker wins three Oscars? It's not going to win Best Picture. I'm just going to go out there and say that. Who wins Best Picture? 1917. Is 1917 nominated? Yes. Okay. Um, Are these movies? Oh. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> Oof. Yeah, 1917, that's a... Uh, okay, so... You know what? The Joker... So the Joker got so much hype, and it's very controversial. And what wins Oscars? Controversial, controversial movies. Yeah. Spotlight. Um, was that Moonlight? Um, what was uh, the Green Book? Yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah. No, no, I'll go to the Joker. Flesh the Joker. Yeah. Fleshlight, yes. Yeah. Uh, Spotlight, fleshlight, yep. Teeth. Teeth, yeah, teeth. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, I'll go the Joker. Okay, all right. <coughs> Here's two long long play bets, and then we'll wrap this up. Okay? okay, two long play bets. Which will be higher, Patrick Mahomes passing yards or Tiger, Stro Tiger Woods Tiger total, strokes. total stroke <laughs> at the Masters this year? Wait, Patrick Mahomes passing yards or Tiger Woods total strokes? Yeah, which will be higher? Oh my god, what's an average of strokes? So Tiger bases his entire. He even said he said I don't care if I play in another tournament, I just want to win at Augusta. Yeah. So Tiger's going to play well at Augusta, right. uh, especially after he's got to defend it. Um, so you're looking at two forty. 280 Patrick Mahomes passing yards. Patrick Mahomes goes over 300. Tiger does not shoot over 300 in Augusta. No way. So Mahomes passing yards for sure. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. Well, no, I'm, I'm trying to think. About it. It's like, okay, if you shoot 70 every single day, that's a 280. 280. Yeah. yeah. And I would think, and I got to throw over 280. Yeah. 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 Mahomes okay. for sure. Sorry, that's my that's my I got math waved in college face trying to think, right. you know. Gotcha. <laughs> All right, last one here. This is the this is the ultimate long long play here. Okay. Which will be high after Super Bowl Fifty Four? Okay. Yep. Will be higher after Super Bowl Fifty Four. George Brett's career home runs or Patrick Mahomes passing yards. Well, what's George Brett's career home runs at? Three, Who seven. is George Brett? I think we should start there. You, you said three what? <laughs> 317. So does Patrick Mahomes go over 317? Yeah. Yes. Yeah? Yes. Okay. You know, I mean, listen, 
That's a, that's a the, plus 100. So the, the one thing yeah. that I can almost guarantee is there's going to be a play that breaks down that Patrick Mahomes is rolling to his right and throws off his back foot and flicks his wrist and the ball goes, you know, 70 yards in the air to Tyreek Hill. It's, I mean, it's, yeah, Mahomes goes over 317. All right. Um, Oscar favorites. I wanted to read this to you real quick. Two months? End of February, I think, maybe, a month. So 1917 is a minus 170. Okay. Um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood's a plus 400. Uh, Parasite, which is one, uh, the Japanese movie that won a lot of awards. Oh, it was Korean, but okay. Say, okay, what's the difference? Um, Whoa! (laughs) (laughs) Plus 360. Well, Soup, it was great having you on, man. We appreciate what you brought to the show this time. That's about what we got for this week, Felt. The, the Joker's a plus 1500 to win Best Picture. Okay. Um, but yeah, 1917 should win that. But yeah. Yeah, so basically just take Patrick Mahomes and all the uh, cross-sport prop bets. Sounds good. Well, and when they get held to 10 points, I'm going to look like an absolute idiot. Well, told people to avoid the props. So if they play them after you, yes. after you said that, that's on them, not you, not us. All that matters is that they win 10 to 7. That's it. That's right. That's it. All right, Trey, give us some some, some good parting UFC uh, shenanigans here. Dude, can't wait for UFC 247, Jones-Reyes. Um, I've never been a huge thinking that uh, John Jones is a big draw. Um I don't think this fight's that exciting, but uh, the card's okay. Um, I'm excited for obviously UFC to come back in the in the picture. This was a tough episode for me to partake in, but I'm happy that you <laughs> came in and uh, and laid it all down. Um, but yeah, next uh, the week after this coming weekend, we've got Reyes Jones. Excited, Reyes Jones. Yeah, it's going to be a good, it's a that's a good event, man. I, it's I don't think it's going to sell a lot of pay per view. Definitely a good event. Um, Trying to I'm trying to think who's the co-main for that? Shevchenko. Is it Shevchenko? Yeah, yeah. Shevchenko's fighting the uh, Chukagain or Kagian. Chukagian. Yeah. Because remember, we talked about this. Dale Juan Adams pulled the third fight yeah. on this yeah. somehow, yeah. some way. Justin Taffel with four career fights, right? Somehow fighting in the third slot while you've got Derek Lewis and Alir Latifi as the first fight. On, on the pay-per-view. That yeah. that makes no, no sense. sense to me. No. Um, although, you could make the argument that anything that's not the main or the co-main is sort of interchangeable, but I feel like you're still going to want to build up to the main event. So, But even the even the prelims, dude, I love uh, Jimmy Rivera, Marlon Vera, uh, Vera, that's like, that's a great fight to head up the prelims. Uh, Alex Moreno, I mean, that's a good fight too. And Trevin Giles, I mean, dude, there's some there's, dude, I honestly, I honestly think the prelim card is better than the main card. Did wait? I thought, I thought Jimmy Rivera got hurt. I think he did. Oh, is he out already? I'm pretty sure. Thought, yeah, I think Cheeto Vera was looking for a replacement. They might have scrapped that fight altogether. No. Huh. I hope not. That's a... 
Yeah, so Sherdog has Sherdog has Jimmy Rivera's out. Oh. Yeah. 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 What do you got injured with? Oh, undisclosed. Huh. Interesting. Yeah, well, sure. that's a bummer. Yeah. Hmm. It's like you thinking Josh Emmett fought last weekend, too. Listen, I said I was excited for it, and then you <laughs> broke the news that he was not fighting Arnold Allen, and it kind of brought me down a little bit. And then, and then I got sick, and I was like, you know what, whatever, I'm not even going to watch it now. Yeah, wow. I hear you. I mean, I will be watching 247, though. Yeah, it'll be it'll it'll be a good event. Um, Trey, where, where can people follow along? We, you know, we've got big stuff in the works, man. You know, sort of uh, without without letting all the cats out of the bag. Uh, you know, tell people what, tell, tell people what we got going on. Yeah, everyone, definitely go check out our YouTube channel. Um, you can see all of our ugly mugs. You can see Soup's awesome jersey. Um, Check us out on YouTube, Punchless MMA. Type that in, you'll find us. Our channel will come right up. Make sure to subscribe and like all these videos. Um, and then, of course, always stay active on our social channels, um, uh, Punchless MMA on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And then, of course, uh, as a majority of everyone that is listening, you can always find us on all podcast platforms. So wherever you find that, Google, Stitcher, Apple, Spotify, whatever. Um but yeah, definitely like, subscribe. We care about people that support the show. Obviously, give us a review. If it's bad, fuck off. Um, besides that, we're good. Yeah, I got. I, I stumbled across something the other day. Is that um, there was a guy that was messaging us on Facebook, but under the old podcast name, um, saying that he wished we did more stuff on Facebook. Uh, you know, I guess we'll try to maybe think about creating some content. It sort of, you know, incorporates all the platforms. I know we've been sort of Instagram heavy. I know maybe we'll try to do something there as well. But yeah, follow us and and and, and uh, share as much as you possibly can. We appreciate all the support. Support the show, the sponsors, because the sponsors support the show. If you like the content, if you got any value out of it whatsoever, entertainment, monetary. Uh, if we put you to sleep, if we help wake you up, uh, if we keep the the rats and mice out of your house, I don't care. If you get any value out of the show. Support a sponsor, at least click the subscribe button on iTunes or YouTube. goes a long way, and I appreciate everybody that supports the show. Soup, thanks for coming back on, man. It was kind of weird and semi-nostalgic having you uh, on the other end of the microphone. Yeah, um, I appreciate it. And I know I used to like to end my part of the podcast with a quote, so I've got one for you. Um, It's one we've seen all over social media. I find it appropriate to you know me making an appearance wait and that second. is wait a second because you've already said some inappropriate things i need to know whether or not no let it go okay. let it go. no it's appropriate right, let it fly no, let, let it, it fly <laughs> uh heroes come and go but legends are forever and that is my favorite quote from kobe um but yeah mamba out stop with this Hit, stop hit, hit the stop <laughs> i could have i thought that was babe ruth's quote but no babe ruth's is um heroes oh it's something about dying so kobe made his own version of it hang on babe ruth's heroes quote i got this <laughs> i need to know this because yes. if, if sandlot told us anything it was that quote right so babe ruth's was 
Heroes get remembered, but legends never die. It's the same exact quote. But... Heroes get remembered, <laughs> but legends never die is different than heroes come and go, but legends are forever. My Listen. Gosh. I'm just All telling right. you. Well, I'll cheers you my NyQuil bottle as well. Thanks, oh, yes. Thanks for coming, man. For sure. All right. Cheers, All right. everyone. See ya. All right, guys. Oh, <laughs>